Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm like a big, fat, wet New York City subway rat. That's how I feel right now. If you're just getting into your car and you're just tuning into us, uh, you're probably like, what the heck is wrong with this guy? If you're watching us on YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, you're probably saying the uh, same thing. I am uh, soaking wet right now. I have the towel over my head. I look like I just uh, participated in either a uh, swim meet or a uh, boxing match. Uh, but I'm soaked after we just did the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge, um, obviously with Matt Ryan. I appreciate Matt uh, doing that with us. Uh, definitely a whole lot of fun. Uh, Luke Keekley is here with us now joining us live on set. We'll talk about cue collar in just a second. If you're thinking why I'm like crazy looking right now with a towel over my head. Did and some water dumped on you or it, what? I did, yeah. The ALS Ice Bucket Challenge, 10-year oh anniversary with Matt Ryan. So I'm actually, I've been a big fan of yours, but then I've heard you on the radio a bunch. So I do a weekly on one of our affiliates, WFNZ, yeah, yeah. Uh, with Mac and Bones. So, yes, they're the best. Oh, I love those guys. They're, they're so fun. They're exciting. They're entertaining. They have fun. They enjoy it. They make it They make it fun to listen to. Yeah, because the, the Panthers happened as you know they haven't won that many games so it gets tough when you're dealing with the, with a losing team but uh, man I'm so fired up to, to have you on the show and appreciate you doing this um, you look back at it right a few years removed from, from your playing career you're now here on Radio Row I know you had like a little dabble in like the coaching world yeah. for, for a bit uh, when Matt was there but uh, kind of where are you at as you, you try to kind of find this uh, next chapter post football? And I think that's that's the biggest thing is you're trying to find it. So I'm, I'm exploring a lot of different options, but what I really enjoy, I love the game of football and um, I've been coaching, I've been coaching little kid football with oh, Greg yeah. Olson. We've got, we have so much fun with it. So I do that during the fall. I do the radio with the Panthers. Um, like I said, I'm doing some stuff with Q30. So I'm staying busy. I'm trying to find a way to stay around the game and, and, and share a game with people that I love. So David Wright once told me that he was uh, coaching his his girls' softball team. Yeah. And it was like like T-ball, though, version of, of, of softball. And one of the other dads was coaching and didn't know who David Wright was. You know, great baseball player. And he the, the other coach goes, I, I know a thing or two about this game. Let me show you how to do this. And then eventually someone told him it's David Wright. I think everyone, right, probably where you're coaching knows who you are and who Greg Olson is. But have I, you had any of those situations? No, we're good. And the one yeah. guy that the one guy that makes it happen is his dad. His dad, Chris Olson, yeah. was a longtime coach in Jersey, school, head coach, yeah. and won a ton of state championships. And he's our offensive coordinator. And, man, it is so fun to just to be around those guys and, and the passion and the energy. We spent so much time – trying to figure out ways to, to win games and set up practice and get ready for it. Um, it's a blast, and, and we're looking forward to do it again this year. So um, I think we're all super, super fortunate to have the opportunity to coach these kids and hope they're having a good time as well. I think there's a, a new wave of, of football coaches. Like you look around the, the league, D'Amico Ryans, Dan Campbell, uh, Antonio <clears throat> Pierce, just, just guys that are not that far away from playing. They're player coaches, yeah. but – Sometimes when you say the word player coach or the words players coach, it's like, oh, does he really have the respect to the locker room? But none of those guys um, are doormats and, and the players all go to bat for them. 
you know, is this something, because like you were a great leader when you were playing, great teammate, right? Everyone liked Luke Keekley. Is this something now, getting a little taste of it, that maybe one day you want to be an NFL head coach? I think that coaching would be a ton of fun just to have the ability to, I had so many people that helped me when I was playing, whether it was players, whether it was coaches, whether it was strength staff, equipment guys, trainers. I had a ton of help, and I think that's the one thing that's cool about coaching is the opportunity to give back and help guys and give guys the opportunity to try to succeed. So I'm very, uh, I'm very happy right now with what I'm doing with, uh, with the youth football side. It's a ton of fun. Um, I'm still connected with the team in some areas, and I just I love the game, and coaching yeah. I think would be a lot of fun. I'm just not at the point right now where I'm ready to do that. Gotcha. Luke Keekley here with us. Let's talk a little bit about the Panthers. We know this year, uh, unfortunately, was a disaster. Uh, Bryce Young, everyone's going to call him a bust right now. I still think that's too early. they got to put him in a better situation, and there's things, obviously, that yeah. he needs to improve on better. But give me kind of uh, your bird's-eye view of uh, everything going on with Bryce Young. Yeah, well, there was there's just a lot of turnover last year. You know, you come in as a rookie quarterback, you got a couple different guys calling plays. Um, obviously, Coach Reich, we moved on from him early in the season. He was he was fantastic, a great dude. We just we we're trying to find ways to win games. But, you know, Bryce Bryce had some moments where I was like, man, this, this guy's the real deal. But the one thing that I think he did that, that I was really just happy about was his toughness. And I think that he's got a great mind for the game. He's super accurate. His ability to process is, is, is off the charts. Um, but the one thing that I think everybody talked a lot about when he was coming out was, hey, how is his size going to affect his game? And his toughness and his resilience and his ability to get hit and get back up and go back out there was, was special. So Bryce is going to get better. We're going to get better. Um, I'm excited about what we're doing moving forward. We've got a really good um, – common direction you know Dan and Dave I think are going to be yeah. fantastic for us and they're going to be really good for Bryce but man Bryce is going to get better this offseason he's a great dude never complains and he got up he kept getting up he kept going back out there he never blamed anybody and and I I think this is going to be a really good year for him talking to Luke Keekley I, I just I'm unsure what the Panthers are going to be moving <laughs> forward because I just don't trust uh, David Tepper, uh, you know David probably a, a lot better than, than I do, but you just hear so many things about him. Kind of what's your relationship like uh, with the newer still owner of the Carolina Panthers, yeah. and David Tepper? super competitive, wants to win. So he's going to do everything he can to help us win, and all the decisions that he's made is, is, is for us to go, to go out and win. So um, we, haven't found, we haven't found the magic bullet yet, but, but he, he's one of those guys. He's been super successful, and there's a reason for it. It's because he's... He's competitive, he's tough, he's smart, and he's going to do everything he can to help us go out and win football games. And um, it's just uh, it's just a matter of time before we're going to do that. I get it. It's his team. He can run the team the way that he wants. But it seems like he interferes too much. You think he has to kind of find that balance on when to still give his opinion, but then also let the football people make the football decisions. And I, and I think some of it, I think some of it is, you know, you, people jump on that train. And um, I think there's, there's some of it that probably gets a little bit blown out of proportion a little bit. And... Um, curiosity by him and asking questions isn't a bad thing and for him it's for me it's in him it's I think he loves the game he wants us to succeed he wants to know what's going on mm -hmm. and I don't think there's anything wrong with that so he's hired some really good people I think we've done a good job in the front office they did a good job of hiring people Dan and Tillis and obviously Dave Canales and I'm excited for everything so yeah I'll tell you as Luke Keekley is here with us with Dave Canales you know what he did in Seattle with Gino and what he's done this year with Baker it, it is a hire that 
I'm not going to tell you that I think it's a, a slam dunk great hire. I don't think you could also say it's a horrible hire. It is one that it draws great curiosity, and you kind of just hear him speak in the, in the introductory press conference. seems like a very easy guy for players to relate to and an easy guy to kind of uh, root for. Well, I think one thing you kind of look at is, you know, obviously uh, what, what is the reaction from guys that he's been around, yeah. right? So Gino came out and sent a text out or a tweet out like, hey, this guy's a stud. Right, all the guys in Tampa that I've, t- I've talked to, quite a few guys just running around here. I'm like, hey, what's the deal with Canales? And very, all very positive things, and not just positive as a coach, but positive as a person. Mm-hmm. And I think that's half the battle, man. Football is all about relationships, treating people, getting people to kind of move towards a common goal, being able to motivate people, understanding when a guy's having a bad day, why is he having a bad day? And that all comes down to relationships and everything that I've talked to and all the guys that I've talked to say, hey, he's a great coach. He does this. He does that. He's going to do everything he can to make sure guys are in the best position. That's great. But I think what really separates him from what I've talked about with these guys is his ability to connect with the player. I got to be able as a head coach to walk in and talk to all 53 guys on the team, the coaches, the players, the equipment guys, the training staff, the weight staff, the practice squad guys, and all be on the same page. Yeah. And to have a good person and have somebody – that can just relate to people and form relationships, I think is a very positive thing. You, you'll be an NFL head coach when you want to be an nah, NFL head we'll coach. See. No, I'm saying, like, yeah. I, I feel like not that just an interview, you know, makes someone an NFL head coach, but just knowing what you were like as a player and yeah. then hearing you now, it, it definitely seems like uh, something I would it's not a, be surprised. Yeah. It's well, just, it's the personal part of it because, yeah. look, you, you put your body on the line, right? Your injury history is, is well documented, and you, you've made a lot of money. You had a great career. Everyone associates Luke Keekley with greatness. It's just, do you want to sacrifice the family stuff? Because it's yeah. very demanding. And I love the game of football. It's been so good. Think about think about every everyone in here right now. Is Football's been very good to them. Yeah. That's the reason why we're here, and I understand that. And um, I love the game, and I love talking about it. And I love being around it, and it's uh, it's just fun to be here, so I appreciate you having me on. Yeah. All right. Tell me what you're doing today with Q College. Oh, so yeah, Q College. So um, I wore it for three years when I was playing. A lot of the research was done in Cincinnati. We just got FDA approval prior to last season. Yeah. And what we're trying to do is help help mitigate subconcussive blows. So we're yeah, trying Drew, to. Drew Tranquil, I know, uses yeah, this. Yeah, Drew wears yeah. one. Tony Pollard wears one. Um, we've got a bunch of dudes wearing them, and it's. We're trying to help guys play as long as they want to and not have this be the reason why they can't play anymore. So um, super simple, a little bit of jugular vein compression, trying to help guys play longer and uh, mitigate subconcussive blows. So it's been a ton of fun. I've known these guys for since 2017, and uh, they're trying to help guys play longer. When you look at the game, I know that obviously you're very close with Christian McCaffrey, yeah. but from a whole, what stands out to you from the football side of it with this one on Sunday? I just, you know, you look at Mahomes, right, and everything that he's been able to do, I think he's he's a winner, man. The guy wins, and it's hard to root against him, and when he when he's on the field, you got a chance to win, and I think it's the, the marriage between him and Andy Reid is special. I think Travis Kelsey is just, he's just really good. Yeah. It's really good. Pacheco can run the rock, and it's a different, it's got a little bit different feel than what they've been in the past. Obviously, Pacheco was there last year, but he's so physical, it opens everything up. They can lean on that a little bit. Obviously, I'm a Niners guy, right? Wilkes is there. Christian's there. I played against Kyle Shanahan since um, my rookie year when he was in Washington. And I love how they play football. Shifts, motions, getting guys moving, putting your eyes in weird spots. I, I love them. I think their, their skill positions are good. And yeah. they're, they're a very, sorry to cut you off, but they're a very interesting um, example of, of rookie quarterback on a rookie deal. Ayuk, Kittle, Debo, Christian, Trent Williams. On the offensive side of the ball, 
they're just they're special and, and Brock Purdy man I that dude's fun to watch football all he does is win games all he does is win games yeah, and that's the thing with Brock don't get me wrong before the year I've said this now every every segment that we do because it's inevitable that it comes up with Brock before the year I said system quarterback I don't care what people say anymore the dude just wins and as a football player that's all you want to do so who cares what people you can say call about him, it? you can call him whatever yeah. you want but you, you go out there and the dude he wins a Super Bowl that's all that matters the dude wins football games yeah. He's he's been in the league for two years. They've been in the NFC Championship game twice and the Super Bowl once. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't know what else. He's in his he's in his second year. Yeah, and, and only his first full season as a starter. And yeah, you can say what you want about you know he's he's got dudes around him. Yeah, he's got dudes around him. Yeah, he's got a great coach. But it's not his it, fault. Here's a hot take: you need guys around you to yeah. win football. Games. Yeah, and it, it just you can't just win on your own. And I think you know he can sling it around. He's got great guys around him. But what he does a really good job of is his command for the offense. And I was talking to somebody. Maybe last week there was a play in that Green Bay Packers game. It was the big McCaffrey run. It was like a forty-five yard touchdown mm-hmm. run right up the middle. It was kind of boring looking play, but there was they were in like an I formation. Tight end was off the ball. There was a motion that was supposed to happen, mm-hmm. and it was going to be a typical Kyle Shanahan motion across, motion back, just get kind of guys' eyes looking, moving a little bit. But the the guy went in motion, and Brock stopped him. He said, "Go stand right there," and then he snapped the ball. Basically, what I'm getting at is. If he comes across the formation and returns, either it's a delay game or a timeout, and that ball never gets snapped. He holds him there. The plays still run that exact same way. He knows that, and he said, I just need to get the ball to 23, and 23 is going to take care of business. So he gets the game of football. Yeah, so this is going to sound cliche, but defense wins championships. I remember a few years ago, Patriots and Eagles Super Bowl, as high scoring as it was, the biggest play of the game was the Brandon Graham strip sack. Yeah. I'm not saying this game's going to be as high scoring, but I do feel like the Niners defense the last two weeks has not played great. The Chiefs defense, I've been in on them since week three. I, I know it's simple, but it's whatever defense in the fourth quarter is going to be able to create a turnover, I think, yeah, wins this game. Create, create turnovers and get off the field on third down. I mean, you look with Mahomes, his ability to extend on third down. How well can we keep him in the pocket, make him throw from the pocket, and then those dudes in San Francisco that they're paying a ton of money up front got to get there. Got to get there, man. With four, if they can get there with four, I think they got a really good shot. You're taking the Niners, right? Man, I'm, I'm, a, I'm pulling you for have the Niners. To. All my boys are there, like I said. I love how I love how Shanahan does things on the offense side of the ball, but Wilkes has had a really good impact on my career, obviously when he's in Carolina, and then Christian is just he's just special. So I'm gonna root for those guys. So Cam, he's yeah. he's never gonna play again, right? He's over there. Did you see him? Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. He's he's uh, he's doing he his just, podcast. He right? just picked me up, and I swear he's gonna. He is enormous. He almost broke me, and I'm like, Cam, man, like <laughs> stop, dude. You're you're gonna you're gonna break my ribs, and he's I was like, but stop. But I love. I love Cam, man. Do you think like, he still wants to play? I like, everyone wants to play. Do you think he still can play? Cam? Look at him. Look at him. You, I think he Just look at him. How He's just... We were so lucky to have Cam. Mm-hmm. And everything that he did to affect our team was so fun, man. His energy, his passion, his competitiveness, how much fun he had playing the game. And you you watch him on Sundays, man, and he's like a he's like an action figure. Yeah slinging it around, running dudes over, smiling at people. I think when you watch Cam, the one thing that my dad would always say is, why is he He's always smiling. He's like stiff-arming a dude in the face. He's smiling. He's jumping over people into the end zone. He's smiling. He's scoring touchdowns. He's smiling. Giving the football to children, he's getting, too. He's getting sacked. Yeah. He's smiling. He's just, <laughs> man, I, anybody that played with Cam, mm-hmm. when you bring his name up, they smile. And um, I love the guy. He's just... 
he's just one he's one of a kind man yeah he's one of a kind awesome well luke keekley hey, nice thanks so much yeah, appreciate it good to see you thanks so much for coming on and it's zach gelb show on cbs sports radio i, I gotta change that during the break i'm like soaking you're, you're wet good, here man. You're good. so we'll take a time out we'll come on back after these short messages call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, it is the Zach Gelb Show, coast to coast on CBS Sports Radio. I'm still soaked from the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge that we did. Michael Penix Jr. probably thinks I'm like a crazy person as I'm like soaked from head to toe. I got a towel on me right now. So what a way to finally meet Michael Penix Jr., who I've been a big fan of. Uh, the last two years and, and what he's been able to do at Washington. You know, a lot of people know I picked Washington to win the Pac-12 this past year, and he's uh, joining us as he gets ready for his next chapter, and that's to be a pro quarterback, and he's here today on behalf of Star, and he joins us right now on the show. Mike, great to see you. How are you? Yes, sir. Good to see you. I'm doing good. How about you? Well, I'm doing fantastic. So you look back at this year. You know, I thought you guys could win the Pac-12. I didn't expect you guys to be in the national championship game before the start of the season. To see the way that it came together the last two years when you transferred over from Indiana to Washington, and now that chapter's over. Just how do you kind of reflect on it? Man, it's been amazing. You know, um, it took a lot of hard work and dedication. You know, there's a lot of people that was counting us out. You know, even towards the end of the season, we were still undefeated. You know, a lot of people didn't expect us to to do what we did this past year. You know, but um, it's been great. You know, the journey has been fun. And uh, that team, man, that team has, has battled through so much adversity. You know, I knew that, you know, everything that we got, we deserve. I said this to Roma Dunze yesterday. It made me so annoyed going into that Texas game. And I know you guys can't focus on the gambling lines, yeah. right? But how you guys were an underdog after we just saw the week before or, or a few weeks before in the Pac-12 championship game, everyone was picking Oregon. They were, made him a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Right. I never got why people were trying all throughout the year to just take away and discount your team and not just give them the praise that they were deserving. Yeah, I don't know where they come from, you know, but obviously that stuff we can't control. I mean, we, we do see it, you know, we use it as motivation. You know, we, we it's not necessarily we want to prove other people wrong, but we want to prove ourselves right. You know, uh, since day one, you know, uh, before this past season, I said that I wanted to win a national championship. Yeah. You know, we fell just short, you know, but we made it. We, we had the appearance and we had an opportunity to do it. And um, nobody seen us there. You know, nobody saw us there at that point in the time. Whenever I said that, you know, some people might have laughed whenever I said it, you know. But uh, for us to, you know, overcome a lot of hardship and, um, you know, adversity that we faced throughout the season uh, to be able to get to that point, you know, it just uh, speaks volumes for our team. Now you have Kalen DeBoer leaving Washington, and he's the new head football coach at Alabama. 
I've been a big believer in Kalen DeBoer, but what are Crimson Tide fans getting, and, and how do you kind of think he's going to do? Man, you're going to get a winner. You know, that's that's number one. You know, you're going to get a winner. Um, and obviously, uh, at Alabama, they they love to win. You know, they've yeah. been winning for a long time. And Coach DeBoer, everywhere he's been, he's won. You know, he's won championships at different levels. And, um, man, he's going to continue to do it. You know, he's going to continue to win. His record speaks for itself. And, um, man, he's just a humble guy and a guy that's going to uh, work work for everything that uh, he, he deserved and that he got. Was that kind of a crazy process, how that, that all did uh, go down, where you guys are in the national championship game? All right, obviously you lose the national championship game. Then shortly after that, out of nowhere, Nick Saban retires, and then boom, DeBoer's uh, going from purple to, to, to crimson tide red. It's crazy. It's crazy, you know, but that's how the sports world is now. You know, uh, Coach Saban, he, he did an amazing job, you know, throughout his career coaching. Um, every, obviously, you know, uh, he, he would get looked at as uh, one of the greatest of all time in college football. Um, so, um, I mean, he felt like his time was done. And uh, Coach DeBoer, you know, he saw the opportunity present itself, and he felt like that was best for him and his family, you know. And um, you can't fault somebody for that decision. What was the mental grind like for you? Because I remember when you were at Indiana, um, I love bringing up to Penn State fans, by the way, because <laughs> they're all like, he didn't score a touchdown. I'm yeah, like, what does the scoreboard say, say? So regardless. Exactly. Uh, I remember you at Indiana. Unfortunately, a lot of injuries. And when you elected to go to Washington and team back up with Kalen DeBoer, no one was thinking you know, or talking what you ended up doing you know, into existence. So how did you kind of you know, mentally go through all the injuries and still finding a way to be playing your best two years of football when you needed to? For me, it's just uh, keeping my faith, you know, just keeping my trust in God. You know, um, obviously it, it didn't it didn't go how I wanted to, like as far as the injury part. But I felt like everything I've been through helped shape me into the person and the player I am today. You know, and um, obviously family, family and friends, you know, close ones around me always continue to keep me motivated, you know, keeping my head lifted up high. And um, gave gave me that dedication that I that, that I wanted to continue to, to to do what I love. And I knew that I was never going to quit. You know, that's that's nothing that. That ever crossed my mind, you know, but it did get tough at times, you know, but I knew deep down inside, you know, I wasn't going to quit and I was going to do whatever I could to make sure I get back on the field. I don't know if you've heard this, um, but I want to bring it up to you to give you a chance to respond as Michael Penick Jr. is joining us. And I'll preface it by saying I really hate the draft process and all the narratives that form with the draft process and people get told things and it just because you get told something you don't know where it's coming from if it's to try to maybe hurt your draft stock so you fall down so a team can get you but we had one of these draft guys on Tony Pauline uh, a week and a half ago two weeks ago and he said I, I hear Michael Penix Jr. people are concerned about his work ethic and I'm sitting there and I'm like hold on this is a guy who was at Indiana and he went through everything he went through and he was just one of the best quarterbacks in the nation for the last two years so when you hear people call into your you know, call your work ethic into like a little bit of skepticism and they try to say you don't have a good work ethic. Do you even like understand where that stuff comes from? I don't listen to it. You know, I know myself, you know, I know what I've been through to get here and I know the amount of work that I put in to get here and I'm going to continue to put that work in, you know, um, the doubters and the haters, you know, it, it never goes away. You know, it never goes away. So I can't let it control me and, and what what I want to do and uh, shape my future. You know, for me, I just got to continue to be myself and uh, do the things that I, I've been doing to get here and uh, continue to get better each and every day. 
Are you the best quarterback in your opinion in, in this sure. draft? Right, for sure. without even question. I, I, sure. I like the confidence like that. But when you look at some of these other quarterbacks, what stands out to you to like with a Caleb Williams, a, a Drake May, a, a Jaden Daniels, some of the guys that people talk more about? I mean, those guys are great quarterbacks. You know, I'm not taking nothing away from them, sure. but I just feel like myself. I feel like. Uh, my skill set is, is unmatched. You know, I don't feel like um, they can make some of the throws and uh, decisions that I make, you know, but um, they, they do a lot of great things for their teams and uh, on film, you know. Obviously, Kayla Williams, uh, Jaden Daniels, they both won Heismans. So um, they're, they're, they're respected in, in that way as well, as you know. So um, Drake May, he, he, had, uh, he played really well early, early, you know, mm -hmm. second, second year, you know, third year. And um, so they, they see they see those things, you know, but at the same time for me, I can't focus on that. You know, I know I know the player I am and whatever team choose to drive me um, they're, they're going to get championships out of me. So, yeah, I, I love that see. answer. Michael Penix Jr. here with us. Do you get too caught up because, you know, there's going to be nine thousand mock drafts from now and, until then. Some days I see you in the first. Some days I see you in, in, in the second round. Do you get caught up in, in all that just naturally as, as a human being? Nah, I don't. I don't really be on social media that much, and I don't watch TV, so it's like uh, I'm working. I'm working. All righty. How about Roma Dunze? Uh, this dude's a stud. The best. N another guy, Washington guy, didn't get enough uh, respect, I feel like, through the process. You know, people want to talk about who they want to talk about. Uh, what's a team getting in Roma Dunze? Man, he's going to get a worker, a hard worker, and obviously a guy that's going to make any play on the field. You know, uh, I know I could put the ball anywhere and he, he'll make the play. You know, and uh, just an unselfish guy, you know, a guy that, that truly loves the game and truly loves the guys around him and, and does everything uh, for for those people around him. You know, you see him in practice going 100% each and every rep, you know, run plays, pass plays. If he got a block, he knows the ball coming, the ball's not coming, it doesn't matter. You know, he's going he's gonna to be the same person. And I feel like that's what helped our connection, you know, with me and all my receivers. You know, those guys always gave me 100% effort each and every day, and uh, their work ethic is unmatched in that position, I believe. Growing up, who were some of the football players, quarterbacks, that you really liked to watch? Mike Vick. Mike Vick. Yeah. As, as a lefty, uh, obviously, Mike Vick. And obviously, he did a lot of great things for the league as well. And um, Teddy Bridgewater, when I was growing up, uh, out of high school, I seen him. Uh, whenever he was uh, dominating at Louisville and the things that he was doing, yeah. I, I, I like what he was doing at that time. So If he didn't suffer that knee injury, I, I really yeah, think yeah. he would have been a special player. For sure. For sure. So no tell me, doubt. Tell me what you're doing today on behalf of Starry's. Yeah, so uh, Starry, I'm partnering with Starry, you know, which is a, a lemon-lime um, flavor soda. And it has a clear, crisp, and refreshing taste. And um, man, it hits different. You know, every time, every time you drink it, you know, it, it's like it's it's a refreshing. You know, for sure. And um, they're making their first time, first Super Bowl appearance on Sunday with Ice Spice. Uh, oh, as nice. a matter of fact, yeah. And uh, so I, I feel like everybody should tune in. You know, just to uh, to see why why it's time to see other sodas. So um, man, I'm super excited for for the partnership. All right, here's the toughest question you're going to be asked in this draft process. We know what you're drinking. One one meal left in your life. What's the meal that you're getting? Oh, spaghetti. Oh, you're spaghetti yeah, guy. Yeah, spaghetti. Because it's it's not it's not really bad for you. I mean, it's <laughs> carbs. You know, it, it's good. I, I love that. Uh, give me a thought of the game coming up on Sunday. You got Brock Purdy. You got Patrick Mahomes, obviously, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. When you look ahead at this matchup uh, from a quarterback perspective, what really jumps out to you? Yeah, um, what really jumps out to me, um, <laughs> you seen that? 
Uh, Pat Mahomes, you know, obviously a Hall of Fame quarterback. You know, he, he's been doing it, you know, um, at a high level, you know, for a long time. And, um, man, it, it's hard to bet against Mahomes. But obviously Brock Purdy, you know, a guy that a lot of people feel like, you know, he still has to prove himself. And um, he's been playing very well. You know, he brought him to a Super Bowl. And I, I don't feel like that's easy in this league. So um, for him to be able to accomplish that, to even be here in this uh, moment, you know, I feel like uh, that, that just speaks uh, volumes on, on what, what he is as a player and as a person as well, you know. But um, man, it's gonna be a great game. I don't really, I don't really have a team that I would say will win. But um, I wouldn't bet against Mahomes personally. But um, yeah, it'll be a good game. This gotta be an interesting time for you as, as last one with Michael Penix Jr. So you're getting ready to embark on your NFL journey. You're here right at the site of the Super Bowl, and, and you're getting ready for for Super Bowl Sunday. You know, when you're here, do you start to envision yourself okay that this is reality? Like next year, I'm gonna be in the league. And I'm going to have this task, you know, at hand of trying to go go win a Super Bowl. For sure, man. Uh, I'm super excited for the, for the opportunity. You know, uh, whatever opportunity I get, whatever, uh, wherever I end up, you know, I, I know I'm going to make the most out of the opportunity. And, you know, one day I, I do, I do want to win Super Bowl. So um, I'm looking forward to it and I'm super excited for it. Now, now I could just feel the, the chip that you have on your shoulder when people continue to doubt you. What do you say to people that are saying, oh, Michael Penix Jr. was a great two-year run. Man, he's too old. He's not going to be a successful NFL quarterback. What do you say to those people? Just watch. Just watch. you got to light watch. it up in the NFL. I, I feel it. And your accuracy is just, I mean this in a positive way. I appreciate way. It's, it. It's just flat out stupid. I appreciate yeah, it. Especially that Texas game, man. Yes, you want me some good money in that Texas game, so <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, all righty, I appreciate you doing this. Thanks so much. Good luck. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. He is Michael Penix Jr., Zach Gelb Show right here on CBS Sports Radio. We'll take a timeout. Joe Montana going to join us on the other side. Update time first. Here is the act man, Rich Ackerman. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Already back inside the Mandalay Bay Convention Center. This is Zach Gelb Show, coast to coast on CBS Sports Radio. Super Bowl week is here. When you talk about the Super Bowl, oh, this man knows a thing or two about winning it all quite a few times, four times to be exact. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. That, of course, is the legendary Joe Montana on behalf of Pfizer. Joe, always great to see you. Thanks so much for doing this. My pleasure. Thanks for having us on. So I'm so excited to talk to you because I'm so tired, and I've been saying this all throughout the week and even going back to last week how people refer to Brock Purdy. <laughs> how do you kind of look at the conversation surrounding Brock? Because say what you want about him, yeah. all the dude has done is win, win games. <laughs> exactly. You know, people get caught up um, <coughs> in where he's drafted. And all it does is go back to say that the draft is not perfect, right? Um, you don't know who's going to make that transition. Look at Tom Brady, right? Yeah. And so you just... 
and they're saying, oh, he's got all these weapons. Well, hey, so what? Right? You can you can have all the weapons you want, but if you don't perform, it doesn't matter. I mean, he he's delivering. He's delivering the ball the right places. He's making the right decisions. He's not making big mistakes. And like you said, man, he, all he does right now is win, and that's all he needs to do. He doesn't don't do anything different coming in here on Sunday. He just go have fun. Hey, that's why that's why that's why you play. And you know, having the trust and the belief in the locker room is the biggest thing for. A quarterback and I was talking to Steve Young before the season and he just said about Brock he has the force and we kind of looked the last few years right they had Jimmy G they had Trey Lance you could really tell that there was a genuine belief from how last year ended moving into this year yeah. that when Brock got on the field this was a team that just really rallied and believed in their quarterback yeah I, th- I think the way the season ended last year was tough on everybody um, obviously especially Brock but um, he did prove that he knows how to play in that offense and that he can do it and so I, I coming into this year everybody had high expectations and rightly so and and I think a lot of people were waiting for hit the falter and say ah see we told you so but he just went out and and said hey doesn't matter what you people think I'm I'm gonna go play football and have fun and that's what, he's, that's what it's all about. Go out there and perform, and you can't question that. So I think we're on the, the same wavelength, uh, Joe Montana, because I feel that way about Brock Purdy. And the other conversation, and my bosses probably won't like when I say this, but I'll say it anyway, I, I can't stand the GOAT conversations anymore <laughs> in sports, right? It was you, then it was Brady, and now Mahomes. Uh, people are already making the case. It's like, can we just enjoy his career a little bit? See, and He's phenomenal. Yeah. See him win a few more Super Bowls before we already say he's better than Joe Montana and Tom Brady. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. But, uh, I mean, he's fun to watch. And, you know, I always – everybody says, well, you know, who, who's up there? And, well, Tom obviously had a tremendous career and deserves to be up there. I go, go look back. And, I, and I, I'm pretty sure it was Otto Graham. Yeah. At 11 championships before there were Super Bowls, right? I mean, how do you compare him to even when we played and even to now in today's game? It's almost impossible to try to do it. And like you said it, let's enjoy people who are playing now and have fun. And I don't know, people like to make these lists, right? It doesn't matter. If you played in today's football, like, it's so quarterback-driven. And every single rule outside of the fumble that if it goes out of the back of the end zone, it goes to the defense and, you know, it's a touchback for the the team that that forced it, every rule is catered to the offense now. Yeah. Oh, it always is. (laughs) And... You know, they're just adding more of them as the league moves on. And, you know, the game's still fun to watch, still fun to play. But, yeah, but playing today, the quarterbacks today, uh, they, you know, I'm going to say it's, a, it's easier, but it's only easier to guys who are playing at that level when you know you don't, you're not going to get those big hits. And so I, I always say, let's just go let them hit the quarterback. Just don't compress them in the ground. And they should be able to get hit like anybody else. But the only reason you can't compress them, those guys are usually are hitting. You're outweighed by 100 pounds or more, and and you're the only person typically being hit standing still, right? You don't have any way to you know to li- yeah avoid the blow because now you know because you have to focus down and delivering the football down the field. So I just say yeah, let it go. Let's, let's go back to that. 
talking to the legendary Joe Montana on Radio Road. Niners, obviously, in the big game, as, as we're talking about. How do you kind of think this one is, is going to play out on Sunday? Well, I think it's going to be an interesting game and a fun one to watch. Um, you get two defenses that are playing well. At the same time, you have two offenses that are playing well. And so uh, I can't wait for it to, to get going. Um, I, I like to see the 49ers win. Obviously. Uh, I mean, I love the Chiefs. I love my time in Kansas City. Uh, yeah. They won a couple teams. Super Bowls yeah. recently. So, and it's been like 30 years from the 49ers. So I'd love to see them get back on track. Is, is that a bizarre Super Bowl for, for you to watch? With you, Obviously, everyone remembers your playing career with the, with the Niners and it ended up in Kansas City. Is, is that a conflicting feeling for, for Joe Montana? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if you look at it, I mean, uh, the first time they played in the Super Bowl, it yeah. was crazy. Two years ago. Yeah. And then now here they are back. So... Hopefully they'll get it done, and um, but it's yeah. Like, can can we have a tie? Probably not. Right? <laughs> that wouldn't be good. But that's what I'm fascinated to see because that Super Bowl a few years ago, they're up ten with seven and a half to play the Niners, and they should have won that Super Bowl. That Mahomes does what Mahomes does. That's that's what I want to see. The Niners with the lead in the fourth quarter, and can they find a way the to get over the, get over the hump? Yeah. I just want them to have a lead when it when the Game's bell over. rings. <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew the 49ers was in him. Stop with this Chiefs stuff. Uh, before we let you run, I remember a few years ago, we'll talk about Pfizer in just a second. Um, you, were, you actually used our green room here uh, for CBS Sports Radio and CBS Sports, and Justin Herbert was there. And you wanted yeah. to have like a conversation and pull him off, yeah, and yeah, yeah. all the cameras rolling and everything. I thought that was really neat just to say that. They're like, hey, do we mind if you use the room? And then it was Joe Montana and Justin Herbert walking right around the corner. Who are some of the quarterbacks now in football? That when you watch, you're like, man, I just love the way that this guy plays. Well, I, he's one of the guys I, uh, you know, I like to watch. You know, then you got Mr. Allen up in Buffalo. I, um, obviously, the two guys that are playing in, in this game, and I, I'm really curious to see Aaron when he comes back with Rodgers and, and how he does in New York. So, because I, I think he still has the ability to play, and it's, it's going to be fun to see what if he can make a difference there. Well, you know this and I know this. If he wants to have success in New York, they better find some offense alignment. No kidding. That's, you know, that's when I went to Kansas City, one of the reasons was we were looking at another team, that, and my agent said, no, you're not going there. And I said, well, why not? He said, because you'll never make it through the season. They went through four quarterbacks that season, that team. I won't mention it, but they ended up going through four guys. Three guys got hurt, and they got to a fourth quarterback. So... He goes, I told you. Yeah, well, the, the Lions. And I love being and, How about the Lions and the, the Barry Sanders documentaries? Is that accurate that uh, you wanted to go to Detroit? Was, was that true? But, well, anybody who wants to, would want to play with Barry Sanders, mm -hmm. right? And it was just, he was just fun to watch, and it looked like it was a fun place to go. And I tried a bunch of different places um, before he settled with Kansas City. Great organization, great, great fans, fan base. And the people around uh, us were just phenomenal and where we lived and uh, we had we had great experience there i only sad that we didn't make it to the super bowl that year and we screwed up and lost the game late <laughs> in the season that we should have won he still got the competitive drive oh, it's man, amazing we had to go to buffalo and we'd yeah. already beat buffalo once how much you miss the game still like oh, it, like it's, just it's hearing nice. that answer right there yeah. you, you still miss it you still wish you could play right oh yeah for sure <laughs> that game's crazy fun I, I like i always say i wish everyone had a chance to go out and play on a sunday one time doesn't yeah. matter win lose just for the feel the excitement the adrenaline rushes the ups and downs there's nothing like this game tell me what you're doing today on behalf of pfizer yeah we're the, um 
been a partner with Pfizer for a while, and we're talking about uh, this uh, serious lung disease called pneumococcal pneumonia and how vaccination can help it. Um, for people at risk, especially like for me, 65 and older, you're at a higher risk. And even younger people who have underlying symptoms like asthma and diabetes can also be at a higher risk, which can be handled by um, vaccination. And so we're telling to get people out to say, hey, look, if you want to know more about this, go to pneumococcalpneumonia.com and it's K-N-O-W pneumonia.com um, for a lot of great information they put on, on that site. And, just uh, trying to keep people aware. So then. Oh, there we go. A little Drew Brees, Joe Montana connection on Radio Row. That was some, some pretty neat stuff. Well, hey, uh, always great to see you. Thanks so much for coming on, and uh, best of luck, all right? Uh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. There he is, Joe Montana, the legendary quarterback, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, joining us on Radio Row. It is the Zach Gelb Show, coast to coast on CBS Sports Radio. By the way, Super Bowl 58 on Westwood One is streaming for free, sponsored by AutoZone. On Super Bowl Sunday, hear every minute of Westwood One's broadcast live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on your Westwood One affiliate station's digital platform. And get in the zone with AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone restrictions apply. And appreciate uh, Joe saying that uh, at the end of the uh, conversation about my grandparents. I was uh, having a little chat with him before we got on the air, uh, I was in uh, New Jersey last week visiting my grandmother and grandfather. Uh, my grandfather is 96 years old, and my grandmother is 92. And my grandfather uh, said to me, "You know, you're going to Super Bowl next week. You know, who, who's the you know who's the the one person you think I would really like that you're talking to with uh, all the uh, plethora of guests that do stop by?" And and he said, uh, and I said, Joe Montana, and he couldn't believe it. He was like, "Holy smokes, you're talking to Joe Montana? Uh, that's so cool!" And then he said to my grandmother, like. Do you know Joe Montana? Do you remember him? And my grandma gave him like the most sarcastic look and then was like, no, I've never heard of uh, Joe Montana. And clearly uh, she was kidding. So I told Joe uh, that when we were sitting here before he uh, we, you know, got back from commercial break and got on the air. And uh, at the end for him to bring that up uh, means a lot, especially when uh, your grandparents only keep on getting older and older. And uh, obviously very blessed to have uh, on my dad's side of the family, both grandparents living at 96 and 92 years old. All righty, Zach Gelb Show, CBS Sports Radio. We got a whole lot more cooking here on Radio Row. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, I'm really excited for this conversation. C.J. Stroud is going to join us for a full segment, about 20 minutes with C.J. Stroud, who, you know, in the same day we've had on Puka Nakua and C.J. Stroud to see the impact that both of those guys have made in the NFL so quickly. I'm sure that there have been other moments in history, but to see the way that both of those guys have come into the league and have dominated the league in year one, that's, that's pretty special. And when you look at C.J. Stroud, you know, I don't want to make it as if it's an underdog story because it's not. The guy was the second overall pick in this past year's NFL draft, but... A lot of people were down on C.J. Stroud, or at least presented that, uh, of being down on C.J. Stroud in this NFL draft process. And you know Bryce Young was the number one overall pick, and then C.J. Stroud ended up going number two. And a year later, if the Panthers could redo that, they would absolutely redo it because you know they made the trade to get up to number one and uh, had to give up all those picks 
and DJ Moore to uh, to Chicago. So you know, if they're going to make that trade again, they would clearly have selected C.J. Stroud. But I'm fascinated to see, and I know Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud are, are close, how we're going to be talking about those guys for the next five years. Because year one, it wasn't even close. C.J. Stroud, by a mile, uh, and, and then some, was clearly the better football player than Bryce Young. But to see what C.J. did in Houston, where you take over a franchise that's just been synonymous with bad decision after bad decision, and you go from that in year one where they draft you, then after that they trade back up to the number three pick, go back inside the top ten, they get Will Anderson. And, oh, yeah, by the way, before that they hired – uh, D'Amico Ryans to be the head coach that's the, the nucleus of this group the nucleus of this group that if they stay healthy they're going to win a lot of football games in Houston and you look around in Houston you know, Nico Collins right now is their best wide receiver uh, he's a good wide receiver he, uh, you know, I don't know how many teams when you look at their number one wide receivers like he's not Tyreek Hill he's not uh, Justin Jefferson he's not Cooper Cup He's not Jamar Chase. He's not Stephon Diggs. Like, he's a heck of a player. But you still feel as if that the Texans have a lot more to add. And look what they did this year with not a lot around C.J. Stroud. And that's what happens when you make a good hire in D'Amico Rines and you have two guys, one on the offensive side of the ball, one on the defensive side of the ball, that turn that franchise around. And those are enormous, and I mean enormous, foundational pieces moving forward. And for two years, Nick Casario was just waiting, right? Uh, you had the Lovey Smith hire. You had the David Culley hire. No, everyone knew those guys weren't going to be the long-term head coach, but they pounced this past offseason. They get their coach. They get their quarterback. Everyone's crushing them for trading up into the draft to get Will Anderson Jr. And look how awesome Will Anderson Jr. was in his rookie year in addition to C.J. Stroud. So C.J. Stroud going to join us coming up in five minutes and as I was saying pretty awesome that we've had Puka Dakua and CJ Stroud on in the same day and I was blown away to open up the show with that conversation with uh, Puka Dakua because uh, to see what he did this past year and you know the whole story fifth round draft pick uh, going to BYU uh, transferred over from Washington and he told uh, the emotional story there uh, with his family and to be a, an all pro after year one man pretty special so Texans sensational rookie quarterback CJ Stroud joins us on Radio Row in five minutes You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams. And lots 
of hot take. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.